If we've learned anything from 2020 and the unforeseen pandemic, it's that things don't always go as planned. Yet we continue to set goals to achieve dreams and write out our days in the form of to-do lists and expect life to go how we created it in our minds. The Bible says, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. A dream and a vision from God is beautiful, but when that dream can no longer be a reality, what are you to do? Instead of continuing to ask God, Lord, what is my calling? You need to pivot and move in a direction that feels right in your heart and gut. As Lindsay May, founder of The Truly Co. and publisher of Truly Magazine has found, the pivots will lead you to your calling. If you're struggling with yet another roadblock on your path to your dream or grappling to find your calling, Lindsay's story will inspire you to think differently and take each pivot as a way to get closer to God and that this is what I was made for moment. So grab your headphones and let's dive in. Welcome to the Faith Inspired Podcast by Faith and Gather. I'm your host, Erica Dvorak. Join me and the Faith and Gather community as we become faith inspired to tackle every area of life. Career, faith, motherhood, loss, fitness, fashion, health, and more. Girl, we're going to meet you right where you're at, right where you need it keeping you one step ahead of the devil, armed with knowledge to fight your everyday battles and live a life faith-inspired. Come on, girl, let's get it. Don't you just love a great coffee table read? The Truly Co. produces a beautifully curated print magazine that explores the heart of God in living out our faith as we fix our eyes on whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Produced by passionate women writers, artists, and creatives, Truly Magazine will encourage your soul and look fabulous on your coffee table. Purchase your copy of The Truly Magazine at thetrulyco.com and connect with the Truly Co at the Truly Co on Instagram and Facebook. Now let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, ladies. I am excited for you to get to know our guest today, Lindsay May. She is a woman who is following the prompts of God and living out her purpose. She is the founder and publisher of Truly Co Magazine, a mama and incredibly passionate about her faith. So welcome, Lindsay. Thank you, Erica. It's so fun to be here. Yes, thank you so much. I'm just so excited to have you on today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I have to start off by saying I absolutely love your name. And you're going to laugh at why I love your name. So I've always had a hard time with Lindsay's with the E and the A. And it's so easy with you because your last name's May and your S-A-Y at the end. So I'm like, this is great. I love it. And it just kind of like rhymes together. So it was like perfect for me. I'm like, I'm not going to miss this one. Hopefully I don't jinx myself, but... <laughs> It's pretty simple. Actually, it's funny that you say that. I get a lot of questions about my name. People ask me if I'm from the South and, you know, a lot of people have two first names. Oh, Lindsay May, what's your last name? (laughs) No, it's, it's May. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. It's so cool. 
Awesome. So tell our listeners a little bit about who you are personally, professionally, and then also talk to us about Truly Co and what what you guys do and, and what the magazine's all about. Love to hear more about that. Yeah. Okay. So Lindsay May, and I'm just a Minnesota girl. I have to say, I just love lake life. I love hanging out. I love the simple things. Honestly, going for walks with my family. You mentioned I'm a mama. I have two kids. I have a daughter who is seven in first grade at this time and a son who just turned four. So he's kind of in that preschool stage. He's going to be doing more preschool next year. So life is busy. I also have a dog who's currently curled up on my feet below my desk and he's just a sweetie pie. So I actually love dog rescuing. (laughs) Like I foster dogs and we um, got bear and we decided to keep him. I have a lot of different passions and professionally I publish Truly Magazine, which is a product of the Truly Co. And we are a Christian women's, basically like a media company and we publish a magazine and I have a lot of goals for the future as well. But we just launched a podcast, the Truly Co. podcast. And the goal with that is to really connect our readers to our writers and also have more opportunity to hear other stories of God's goodness, his faithfulness to us, and just really focus our minds on things that are true, noble, praiseworthy, things that keep our mind focused on the goodness of God. In this world and day and age we're living in, it's easy to get our minds so focused on all the scary things, all the things that we see going on around us, the things that are out of our control, and it leads to so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that we bury our heads in the sand, you know, and ignore what's going on, mm-hmm. but when we choose to look at the world's events through the things that God says about us, who we are how he loves us, the plans that he has for us, and how do we live out our faith in the culture that we're living in just on a daily basis. That's our goal with Truly, is to really explore how we live out our faith in real-world situations while always focusing with the lens of hope and biblical truth. I am so, so passionate about God's word and understanding it and wanting to share God's hope with everybody around us. Passionate about leadership in that way too, because as believers and as women who love the Lord, God's given us a command to go and make disciples. Everybody has their own giftings and their own talents and their own sphere of influence, but this is one way that I believe that I'm called to do this, Mm -hmm. um, is through, and Erica, like you, This is one way that you get to do that as well for Mm -hmm. you with your podcast and all the other things that you're doing. We all have a sphere of influence and we don't ever necessarily know how far that reaches through technologies like this. But when we're faithful to steward the things that God has given us to do, I think beautiful things can happen. And some things we might not even realize about the impact that we're making until, who knows, till eternity. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's so wonderful. Tell us a little bit about what types of articles you can find in the magazine. We call it a magazine, but we position it more like it's kind of like a resource. And I say that in regards where we, we're not like seasonally based. All of our content is theme-based. So we don't do like a Christmas edition where there's different things that are really just geared to one season or anything like that. Our goal is to create a beautiful 
print product that looks amazing on your coffee table, that's filled with encouragement, that's filled with stuff that's resource-like that you can refer back to. So it's a combination of, it's all produced by women and who are telling their stories of faith and things that God has brought them through, through their own story and lens and perspective. All grounded in scripture, all grounded in biblically accurate truths that kind of explain the wholeness of God's gospel story. Not just like little parts of it, but everything is grounded in the wholeness of God's message of love and truth and that he came to rescue us and save us from our sins and all those things Mm -hmm. paired with resource type things. So you might find some beautifully designed listicle type of articles next to beautiful storytelling. Everything is just, uh, clearly I'm passionate about it. Yes. And it's hard to explain it until I just say, just order a copy and read it for yourself because I feel like we're paving our own unique little path. Sometimes we say if a magazine and a book had a baby, that's where we live. A bookazine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. You got to take that. It sounds very timeless. That's our hope. Like it's just a timeless piece, which is great. Like you could pick it up two years from now and just like the Bible messages ring true that you can have it, like you said, as a resource, a beautiful resource, by the way, I've taken a peek at it. I'm going to get mine ordered up here. They're doing pre-sales right now. So I'm going to get mine ordered up so I can have it on my coffee table. We'll jump into the next question. So Truly Co. wasn't always the original plan for you. And I know before we had talked about God had been preparing you with your past roles and past life, now moving forward for specifically the Truly Co. So how has God flipped your story unexpectedly that you can now say, like, as you're sitting here doing Truly Co., like, oh my goodness, yeah, that's exactly why I was in that position or at that church or whatever it may be to now be like where I am today. Erica, this is the story of my life, friend. (laughs) I hear you. I think it started back in, well, I'm not going to give you my entire life story, but you know how God whispers things in your heart and you just know that there's something ahead, but you just can't always pinpoint what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that I've felt for a long time. But, you know, going to college, I was like, okay, well, what's something practical? I always felt drawn to ministry, but I never felt like I was going to be a pastor or I never felt like I was going to work inside of a church, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really know what that meant. I kind of thought, well, what's left for me to do? I don't know. What does that even look like? I've always had a passion for God's Word, but I've also always had a passion for marketing and for business. And by nature, I'm just an achiever. I'm an Enneagram 3, if any listeners are into the Enneagram. And I've always also had a bend for creativity. My grandma was an artist and I always loved going to get oil painting lessons from her. And she's always just been such a huge inspiration. And yeah, I just always loved that. And so thinking about my life, I'm like, God, what do you have for me? Sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves when we think about our calling. And I grew up in the church, born and raised. I wouldn't say I have this massive, crazy conversion story that some people have. And I always wrestled with that. And I always struggled with that. And I never felt called to the ministry or to be a missionary or to be a teacher as some people had such a clear call. And mine has been more like a journey that God has slowly been leading me on almost like placing little nuggets in front of me of, okay, here's an interest, here's a passion. And when I get on these like passion 
kicks, I'll call them, it leads me to the next step. Maybe that's just how God has laid it out for me because that's how I'm wired. I don't know. I think everybody's journey looks different. So anyways, I went to school for business marketing because I thought that was practical. And I thought that, hey, maybe I'm going to work for some advertising firm, downtown Minneapolis. I wanted to have that cool lifestyle where I'd go downtown, you know, take the light rail or whatever it is, or have this really cool like parking spot and have this amazing view. And then I realized, oh, I remember going to college and doing a tour in one of these firms and they literally had couches that pulled out into beds in their Mm -hmm. offices. And I'm like, wait a second, why are they doing that? Like, oh, (laughs) they literally sleep in their offices sometimes. And I just realized, oh, maybe that lifestyle is not quite what I want, but I still always love design and creativity and how that all played together. I had an internship in college working for a company that I thought was so boring. And I'm sorry to that company if you're listening (laughs) for whatever reason. It was a software engineer company and we created software that helped other companies organize their data. But my role was to support our sales team. This was like back between 2006 and 2008. So this was a while ago. I was doing podcasts back then for our internal sales team for that company. Trailblazer. I know. I mean, that was forefront. Like hardly anybody was really doing that back then. It was so new. It was like revolutionary technology back then to do that. And so I look now and I'm like, oh my goodness, God was laying the foundation for so many basic things that I get to do today. That was just one example. From there, I ended up working for a large health and wellness company in the Minneapolis area in charge of communications to 22,000 employees. So I did internal communications and looking at that experience, it taught me how to take an entrepreneurial approach to a lot of things and have freedom to try things, come up with campaigns and try them and just launch them and do them. And man, that was so, so valuable, the experience that I gained there. And then I felt God's leading to go to grad school. And I didn't know why. I had no idea why, Erica, other than Sometimes, I don't know about you, but if God is putting a prompt in your heart and that's all you can think about and you don't do it, it's like tormenting for me anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. And so in this program, this was before I had kids, I was working full time and I was like, I have to do this. I have to go to grad school. And so I went for strategic leadership. And one of my courses was focused on entrepreneurship. And I'll never forget the instructor said, if there was one thing that you could do, that money wasn't an obstacle. There was no reason you couldn't do this. Something that you're passionate about, what would you do? And at that time, I was really exploring turning my passion for photography into something that I want. I wanted to be like a world-renowned wedding photographer. I thought that Mm. was going to be the cool end-all, be-all thing, you know, because it's creative, still get to, you know, work for myself. I was working for a corporate office at that time. And I thought that would just be so cool to have that independent lifestyle. Yeah. Note to self, entrepreneurship, man, sometimes you're tied more to your office than any yeah. <laughs> corporate role, right? Let's just put that out there for everybody. Yes. I was like, yeah, what is stopping me? Like, why am I not exploring this idea further? And so I did. Mm -hmm. I did. I took a step of faith and I started my LLC and I launched my photography career. And Erica, that turned into creating freedom for me to end up stepping down from my corporate job after my daughter was born. And I pursued photography for a while because 
it was fueling something inside of me that I loved being able to shape beautiful visuals and create concepts from my mind and put them out so that others could see them. I loved it. And so I look back and I'm like, okay, God was laying the foundation for me in developing communication knowledge and strategies, visual strategies, podcast basics for crying out loud. You know, all of these things I'm looking back now at my life and I'm like, oh, they didn't make sense. Those were like individual rant things that I thought were so random at the time. And now I'm seeing how God has knit it all together. And in the times where I experienced a layoff from that first job that I had, and that felt devastating because that was my security. It was a great Mm -hmm. job and right out of college and God, what are you doing? But that paved a way to transition into the communication stuff. And, you know, one thing leads to the next. And in the culture that we're in, man, we're so like microwave culture, right? We want things instantly. We want to see how everything is going to play out right away. We want guarantees of, okay, is this going to pay off? And that's not always the case. It's sometimes we don't see everything that God is leading us to until we're in it. Mm-hmm. And that's where faith comes in and just trusting that God is leading us in the middle of confusion in our story of what's going on. So then there was a major life pivot that happened for me in the middle of my photography career. I had this beautiful photography studio. It was close to my home. Picture this. Okay. 20 foot ceilings, beautiful natural skylights coming in. I got to host clients there. It was awesome. I was just starting to shift into using that studio space for other things. Like I said, I'm passionate about leadership. It's what my master's degree is in. So I was starting to do workshops there that combined leadership skills with photography stuff. So think headshots and corporate communication things. And then I got a big blow to my stomach. I got an email from the landlord one day saying that they sold the building and that I had to vacate in 30 days. I looked at our lease and all of these things. and I was like, how can this be? This seems so out of the blue, so crazy. And it affected my photography business like crazy. Like I didn't realize how much I had used that space. And so I thought, okay, well, maybe I had shifted away from weddings at the time as well, because if you're a wedding photographer who's listening to this, by the way, props to you, because I've been there, done that. It is hard work. Mm -hmm. It is hard work. And amen. It is a difficult lifestyle on the weekends and time away from family. So I have a very special spot for photographers in my heart. (laughs) Turkey. And so, you know, being the Enneagram 3 achiever that I am, I thought, this is not going to stop me. This is not going to tear me down. I looked and I looked and I hunted for other spaces that was, you know, I was going to transform these buildings and make it my new awesome space. I had a whole new business plan that I was going to have my own building to create kind of a creative collab in the area that I live. And man, Erica, it was like door after door kept shutting for me. Sometimes it's hard to discern, all right, what is a spiritual battle that I need to pray through and push through versus maybe God closing a door? Mm -hmm. It takes discernment to wrestle with that because it's not always clear what the right thing is. But after a while, it became very, very clear that God was closing that door and he was going to be shifting my focus. And that was so hard, Mm. so hard because I loved that space. I thought what I was doing was totally lining up with my skills and abilities. So it was really confusing. But now I also know that in that time, that preparation, God was also shifting my heart 
to do something totally different that was going to make a different impact, I would have never guessed that I was going to be publishing a print magazine just three years after that time. And so he started to birth a new dream in my heart. You know, in that season of confusion and it was painful, it felt like a loss. I felt like I was grieving something. I had no idea what God was doing. And it was an exercise of trust and wrestling. I'm not going to lie and say that I wasn't mad and trying to not be bitter because in my head, I'm like, God, I feel like I'm doing all the right things. You know, like I'm seeking you, I'm tithing, I'm doing all the things we're supposed to do. I'm doing air quotes if someone's just listening and can't see this. But it wasn't translating into what I thought the output should be. Mm -hmm. But isn't that like God? Because we're not guaranteed anything. And God always can see things differently than we can. And just because we're doing all the things doesn't guarantee that we're not going to suffer. And I'm using that word suffering very loosely because, man, I mean, this is not really suffering. But emotional, like, Mm mm-hmm challenging and and difficult. It doesn't always translate to the things that we want, you know, but he shifted my heart and he shifted my focus. And it turned out that I was able to see a different need. So at the church I was attending, I realized, man, there's so many gifted women here that want to serve and use their gifts and abilities, but there's not really an outlet. Okay. So in the church I attend anyways, it seemed like women's ministry was basically standing, like if you had a platform, if you could hold a microphone on the stage and Mm -hmm. speak. And I was like, there's got to be more opportunities and ways to connect. And so I had this idea that started burning in my mind and my heart. And it was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we created something that we could all collaborate on? You know, women who were designers, women who were writers. And not everybody can speak, but some people want to write. Not everybody has the personality to even want to be on a stage and be in a spotlight. Mm-hmm. And so I had this idea that it wouldn't let me go. I laid awake at night, Erica, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, why can't, why won't this idea leave me? But I also wrestled because I thought if I bring it up, then I have to follow through with it. (laughs) Yep. And I know that these things take a lot of work to do. And so I just brought it up with my women's director at the church that I was at. And I said, I've got this idea. I don't know if it's supposed to be inside of a church or not, but I have this idea and it won't let me go. What do you think? Is this something that we could maybe try and see what it leads to? And if it's a flop, you know, no harm, no foul. We don't have to do this. And she's like, yes, go for it. And I was like, okay. Kind of hoping that she would have said no. (laughs) Yeah. Excited, but at the same time, very scared. Yes, exactly. Because honestly, I battled a lot of fear with it because it involves stepping out in a new way that I was afraid, okay, what if we do this and we launch it and, you know, we do this thing as a gift to the women in our church and they hate it. Mm -hmm. You know, what if people make fun of it? What if it doesn't turn out the way that I think it is going to be in my head? Because, you know, we have these pictures in our heads of how we want things to be and then Mm -hmm. can't quite get it there. I just, I battled so many fears and stepping out requires faith. Trying something new is scary sometimes. I'm just going to say it. It's not all like we're doing these things and we're so confident about it. Like we do it afraid. Yes. If you want to do something new and revolutionary, like you have to step out and forge your own path sometimes. 
So I did. And it was just crazy how God brought the people to my secret little team for this project that I was doing on. He brought the people to me that I needed at just the right time. Mm -hmm. And we started putting this little magazine together. And at the time it was more like a pamphlet than a magazine. And it is, it has shifted significantly to what it is now. But doing that project in a very short time frame, I realized this is something I want to keep doing. Mm -hmm. This is something that I feel like is combining my leadership gifts with my ability to create communication things for and organize teams and all of that, because it's not a one person thing. It requires people, like truly requires so many people to bring this to life. And I just knew that this was something that I needed to keep doing. And I would have never, never, never guessed that this is my life call at this season of my life. So we did that. It was so exciting to see how God brought something from nothing. But isn't that what God does? He's God the creator. And it's wonderful and exciting to be able to walk alongside of him and follow those prompts and those leadings and those directings to see what it turns out to be. So we created this magazine for our church women. And then I almost feel like God was seeing, can I trust you with this? You know, are you going to be faithful in this so I can lead you to the next thing? And it was building my faith as well and trusting God because I began to feel another stir of, ooh, I don't think that this is supposed to be for inside of a church building. And God began to really, really put on my heart that Truly Magazine is going to be something that links arms with women outside of churches, that it's going to be a bridge builder across different denominations, even across different states, literally now even across the globe for people who are involved with this and who are connecting with us through social channels and all of this. And so that came a point where it was like, okay, I need to make a decision here. Am I going to follow God's prompt again, or am I going to stay safe in my bubble? And I stepped out. Hmm. So that was a big day. I remember feeling like, okay, now what? <laughs> like, is this, <laughs> what is going to happen? And so now we are truly magazine. I got blessing from my church, by the way, for those who are listening, you're like, oh my gosh, what was that like? You know, like, did you? <laughs> no, it was good. It was so good. I explained everything to the women's director then, or the woman who was in charge of everything. And she's like, that's great. I bless you. Go do this. It's so exciting to see what's going on. And it has since just so transformed and been so amazing to connect with women from, like I said, across the globe in our collaboration meetings. You know, we do call for contents twice a year. And that is so exciting because we create our magazines based on themes. And so those are one of my favorite things to do is have these content meetings because we put it out on our Instagram and we pray at a time like, God, who do you want to be involved with this? And so it's so fun to kind of cast the nuts wide mm. and see who God brings to us. And we work with them and they submit their articles to us and just see what comes about from it. And so in that sense, it truly is like linking arms and a walk of faith. And it's so beautiful to see our fellow sisters in the Lord that we would never get to meet otherwise than through opportunities like this. Mm -hmm to rein it back in for you. We do two print issues a year. We launched right before the pandemic hit actually. Wow. Yes. In uh, like March, 2020. 
So that was challenging, actually, because we had originally planned on releasing our publications alongside of Christian women's conferences. Mm -hmm. So we had to majorly pivot (laughs) into the online world. And you never know why God does things. So it's been challenging in that regard. But we are set to release our third issue. Yay! And the theme is intentionality. And it is, you know, we're really exploring, okay, what are the things that we're intentional with? Like, what does that look like to live our faith lived out and through different ways? What does it look like to steward the choices that God gives us? You know, what are God's intentions with us? And we explore all of these different things from different perspectives. And it's really beautiful to see the stories that come out of it and how God has done such beautiful work through our writers and visuals. All of our photography and artwork that you see in there is custom done. And so it's truly a collaboration with so many faith-filled women who are writers and creatives and artists and all of this. And it's exciting to be part of because it's so fun to meet new friends who are passionate about these things too. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. There's so much to unpack there. I was taking like all these notes and so funny. We have such parallel paths when it comes to, you know, we're both very one, passionate about our faith, and two, like passionate about being creative. You and I have had a conversation about that ourselves, but question for you that popped in my head. This theme throughout your life and my life is pivot, like pivot, pivot, pivot. And sometimes that was a pivot that we decided we wanted to take. And other times both of us have been laid off. And that was a time that God told us to pivot. And I really believe that he told us to pivot it in those times because we wouldn't have left because we would have been fine and we would have been okay in those areas. And although it was super, super hard, I mean, I remember the first time I got laid off, I actually been laid off twice in my life, but first time I woke up the next morning and I just like, my head was pounding from just crying so much the day before. It was tough. And then the post office guy came and handed me the letter of like the official unemployment. And then it just like started all over again. But question for you being again, Enneagram three, me as well, and a creative Does it frustrate you that God continues to ask you to pivot? Or for me, I am very much so, uh, I get bored easily. So like, I like things for about like a year and a half, two years. And then I'm like, okay, like I'm going to switch it up a bit because I just kind of get, it gets a little dull for me. And so wondering if that's the same for you. And at least for me, I know that God might know me better than I know myself. And then rather than like, he can see ahead of time, like, okay, well, Erica's going to start getting bored with this. I'm going to start like, you know, putting something in her life so she can find this new path. So I'd love to hear like your perspective on God's promptings for you to pivot. And like, is that something you enjoy or is that tough to deal with? Do you get frustrated with having so many pivots in your life? Yeah. Okay. That's a big question. So I think the timing of it all plays a role into it. So when all of these major recent pivots were happening in my life, as far as launching this magazine or trying it out, there was also a lot going on in my life on a personal side. We moved, we moved houses and we ended up switching churches and there was so much happening at once that that caused a lot of angst in my heart, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot to juggle. And it was almost like God teaching me that I had to let go of control in my life. And so I don't know why all of those things compounded and added up to be the same time, except for God knows. I know that he knows that, but I'll never forget. I was so frustrated because it felt like I was at my limit of everything I could handle in that season. 
I'm talking about in the time where I was launching truly, where I lost my studio and wrestling and God, you know, I'm feeling all of these things, but I'll never forget. I was outside in my front yard in our new house, pruning these crazy wild bushes that were just overgrown, blocking the view from our front door. And I was out there. Everyone in my family had gone to bed. I had my pruning shears and just chomping away, getting all of that frustration out. I couldn't sleep. I struggle with sleep sometimes because I can't shut my mind off Mm -hmm. because I'm processing all of these things. And I talk to God a lot at night, it seems as well. And, but I'll never forget. I was cutting away like really rooted, like, you know how bushes can get witty, I think is the term for it. Like really thick branches that are kind of alive, but kind of not. I was working and hacking away at one and God told, he whispered in my heart. I know he said, Lindsay, I'm cutting things off in your life to make room for new blossoms. I wrestled with that because there were so many painful things going on in my life at that time, like loss. I get really attached to things as well. And I like to think that in friendships and in relationships, I give like everything. You know, like Mm. I pour my heart out into stuff. And sometimes when things shift, you have to let go of other things. And sometimes God makes that happen for you again, you know, like when he closes doors and moves things forward. So there was a lot of mourning and loss going through this process, but also clinging to the hope that I knew he had good plans for me and stepping out is lonely and scary. So I was dealing with some of that. And when you're paving away, not everybody is going to understand your dream as well. Not everybody is going to understand and feel the same things that God has allowed you to feel. And so that's the part that feels lonely is when you can't always necessarily have anybody come alongside of you and completely get it. You know, people will question you. People will ask, why are you doing this? There's too much going on in your life. Don't take on too much. You're doing this to yourself. I'm sure you've felt that too. <laughs> I'm giggling, trying not to laugh, but yeah, that's a, that's a constant theme in my life for sure. How do you deal with that vulnerability? It's tricky. It's tricky because I have learned also that you can't just share everything with everybody. I think that's where, for me anyways, I'm a words of affirmation person. And so it's really hard for me to hear things from people that maybe don't quite get it. You know, they don't quite understand the same urgency that you feel behind what God is asking you to do. And so I've learned to keep it close to home for a while until those things take root. It's hard because sometimes I just want to verbally process things with people. Also knowing, okay, the reactions that you're going to get aren't always going to line up with what you're hoping for. Sometimes the place that you're going, you can't always bring everybody with you. And you have to be aware that that's just the reality sometimes of what it is. And are you willing to have that experience of the people that you share those things with? And so it was a time of just really processing with my husband a lot because he's been my number one supporter in all of this. And he knows me sometimes better than I know myself. And (laughs) he will speak truth and encouragement. And he also knows when God is telling me to do something or pushing me in one direction, he understands, I think, better than some of my friends did. So all that to say it's hard being vulnerable because it involves letting go sometimes. So processing that was tricky. It was exciting, but also so hard because you can't do everything all at once. And like I said, not everybody is always going to understand what you're doing. And yet you also need support, you know, and Mm -hmm. with friendships. And so 
I prayed so much on my knees. I'm literally holding my hands open right now because I've learned to live this way and trust God instead of clinging so tight to things that I know are going to be like security, but God, I need this. God, I can't do this without this. I've had to let go. I've had to open my arm, my hands and say, Lord, bring me the people that you want, that you know that I need in this season. And I also release the people and the things and the places that I cling to that maybe aren't quite as necessary in my life right now, or the places that you want to free them, you know, to go and do or be And God, where do you want me to be? And so that is the type of faith walk that I have been on is just open-handed, trusting that God is going to give me exactly what I need in this season. And I've learned that it's never too soon (laughs) and never too late, which is frustrating at Mm -hmm. times. So Clearly, there's also a theme of my life of letting go of control. (laughs) It's that three, girl. It's that three in us. (laughs) It's that three. And so it's maturing as well. You know, like when we cling to things of comfort, I don't think we'd ever really grow if God allowed us to take our leaps of faith and step into things on our own terms. Mm -hmm. Because where's the faith in that? Where's the building in that? When, When we think that everything can go according to our own plans, I don't know. I think God leads us to the things we can't see so that we can learn to trust him and deepen us. I agree. Yeah, I agree 100%. Because we wouldn't put ourselves in those positions. I like to be comfortable. I am a 75-degree kind of woman. and <laughs> Or in the wintertime, my mom and my husband are super hot in the house, but I have it like up to 72 because it's nice and warm, and they want to save the money, so they keep it at like 69. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so I'm a comfortable gal. And so, yeah, God will just make sure that he can break you down a little bit so you you have to rely on him. But it's good. It's good because In the moment, I don't appreciate those times. But then looking back, I do. And I'm so thankful because, like you said, you just mature. And I always want to be maturing. I always want to be getting better. I always want to be becoming that person God wants me to be. And I can't do that if I just stay where I'm at. So it's all about following his prompts and really like, you know, following that urge that like we both, I mean, with Faith and Gather and then you for Truly Co. and just, you know, your photography business, like, If you have those prompts in your heart that God is giving you, like follow them. Because I think Lindsay and I can both attest to like, it's a struggle. It's hard. There are days where we are on our knees and it is very vulnerable, especially like you had said, Lindsay, entrepreneurship is so vulnerable and so tough and you have to be the driving force and no, there's no playbook and you can have a network and that's great and it's wonderful and so thankful for that. But at the end of the day, you have to be the one to making the moves and the decisions. And so it's just, you really, the only person you can rely on is God. And so it can be tough, but if you have that prompting from him, follow that because the fruit of it is amazing. Mm -hmm. The thing that scares me the most in the life, and I don't know if it's the same for you, but like, is thinking about if I don't do that, like, where's my life going to be if I don't follow those prompts, even on the hard days when I don't want to do things, I think of, okay, well, where am I going to be 10 years down the road? Is that the life I want to live? No. So like, I'm just going to do this hard thing and it'll get me closer to that life or that plan that I desire. And then also being opening for God to like pivot that because for you, you had your photography business and that was like your end all be all dream. And then Truly Co. came about. And like you had said, you would never have thought of doing Truly Co. And so being open for God to like start steering you in different directions because it's okay to close that door 
And I think that's just so hard. And especially for me saying goodbye, quote unquote, to other people when they were a big part of your life. Like I believe that there are people in different seasons of your life, like not completely letting go of them, but we can't, I mean, goodness gracious, all the roles we have in social media and everything. Like if you kept up with everybody that's been a part of your life, you wouldn't be able to work. You wouldn't be able to do anything. You'd just be reaching out to people constantly. So there's seasons of our life and you still care about them. God's going to shut doors for you or prompt you to shut doors so then you can follow something amazing and create something that's amazing of your own. And it doesn't even have to be on a quote-unquote grand scale as Truly Co. or Faith and Gather. Like It could just be something in your home or your neighborhood or whatever it may be. But oh my gosh, my heart breaks for those who don't follow those prompts. So please, 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 just if you have a burning desire and a passion, follow that prompt because we can attest that God does amazing things. It won't be always easy, but he's going to do amazing things. Scripturally, like Jacob wrestled with God. Mm. Like he wrestled with that. And I think that's part of the beauty of trusting God in these things is that that's part of the wrestling is, Mm. okay, God, I'm trusting you in this. Like I see you in this and I'm going to seek this out because I want your blessing, God. And that that doesn't necessarily translate to financial blessing. I mean, in business, we want that. That's a goal. But thinking of, God, I want the best that you have for me. I want to live out the call that you have for me in this season and steward what you have given me and trust him with that. So I think it's healthy because it also puts our faith to the test, you know, Mm -hmm. and like we talked about, it grows our maturity and it deepens us. And And I love that you said, what would happen if I didn't do this? Because that is exactly mm-hmm. one of the things that I wrestled with is, Lord, if I don't do this, what am I going to miss out on that you have? What are the steps that you're leading me towards? I don't want to live a boring life. I mean, I don't want to live a safe life. Think about the people who are written about in scripture. They were normal humans too. Like they didn't have superpowers. They had God. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they chose to take radical steps of faith and obedience. And they were humans. It's either Hebrews or Acts. There's a scripture about how David lived his life. And for his generation, he did the things that God called him to do. And then he died. And he went to be rested with his ancestors, as scripture says for his time. And I think about everything that David did. He made mistakes. He messed up big time. Oh my goodness. And yet he was still a man after God's heart Mm -hmm. and he made a huge impact. And so, okay, that was him in his time. This is us in our time. We are alive for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. God has planned our lives and ordained these seasons. He's, He's ordained for our lives to intersect, Erica. I know that. And everybody who can hear this right now, everybody who's listening, your life God planned you to be born and alive in this time because he has a plan for you. And sometimes it also means coming alongside of other people. You know, like there are dreamers and there's dream carriers. We need each other. You know, like I also want to say this, we are not in competition with one another. Like in in God's economy, there is space for everybody. And we go farther when we go together. And we can link arms and move forward together. Like the end goal is that we're worshiping as we work. And Mm -hmm. when someone succeeds, we all succeed in God's kingdom. That's the beauty of it, right? Because he brings blessing on that. He brings blessing when we work differently, but we're unified in our purpose of wanting to glorify God and use our gifts and abilities. Man, there's so much freedom when we can think of it in that way too. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. 
oh, it's just been such an honor to just get to know you. Honestly, you have a great heart and great mission. And I feel like we're just soul sisters, honestly, with our parallel path of everything, just threes and creatives and all the pivots, all the amazing pivots that that God has really truly blessed us. I always tell people when I talk about getting laid off twice that they were blessings. They truly were blessings. And like I said before, tough to look at it when you're in those situations, you know, no money, no direction, that kind of thing. But God is paving a path for you. This is your time. This is your mark. What you do now has long-term effects to generations after generations after generations after generations. And you don't have to do something huge on a grand scale that people are going to be knowing you or you're famous for. It can be just something in your home, in your neighborhood, wherever it may be. Again, going back, just follow that prompt. Continue to follow God and the pivots that he puts in your life and follow his prompt and that burning desire. If you have a burning desire, do not ignore that. That is from God. And if you don't have direction on it, I've, I've talked about this in previous episodes, but if you don't quite know where he's leading you, write it down, journal it down, and just keep praying about it. Because for Faith and Gather, it's been almost three years since God given me this dream and it just takes time. So pray about it, think about it. And you might not know it right away, but just know that God's got you. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and Truly Co, like just an amazing organization and so excited to see the magazine. And can you tell the listeners where they can find, where they can order the magazine and where they can connect um, with you personally and then also Truly Co as well? All of our magazines are available for order on our website at thetrulyco.com. So like I said, we're not seasonal based, so you can order any issue at any time and we'll get it right to you in the mail. Our third issue is set to release real soon here in early April. You can find us also on Instagram at The Truly Co. We love to interact with people there. And then we also have a Facebook group called The Truly Co Community. And so we're doing a few different things in there to interact and to build connections and friendships with other readers and listeners and some other fun things that are ahead. And we share those there. Awesome. And then what is your new podcast name? Yeah, our podcast, surprise, surprise, it's called The Truly Co Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping it succinct, keeping it real, on brand. (laughs) On brand, exactly, exactly. I love it. Awesome. Well, yeah, please do check it out. Buy some of those magazines, buy them for your friends and family, birthdays, gatherings, whatever it may be. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Really, really appreciate you being on the podcast and we'll stay connected. Thank you, Erica. Congratulations to saying yes to yourself. Fill it up your cup, feed in your soul. If you want more, head over to faithinspiredpodcast.com for show notes and links to all the goodies mentioned in today's podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe to keep you faith inspired.